welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the show. My name is Scott. Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 116. Baby. That's Not right. a prime Not number. a prime number, everybody. So, hey, all of those of you listening in, just to find out if uh, this episode was prime, you can go ahead and tune out because the rest of it is going to be boring fucking garbage about random shit, about people probably pooping and and, uh, and conspiracies and, and, and fucking and dildos and stuff like that. Not what you want, Mr. Prime Number Man, Mr. Prime Number Can, Mr. Prime Number Drank, the Prime Number Juice out of a can. This episode is brought to you by Prime Number Juice. No, it's not. It's brought to you by somebody else because we're awesome and we have a new sponsor. We do. We are bringing you a new sponsor this month. Uh, we have literally just gotten the email that we have been approved, so uh, we do not have all of the info we'd like to give you. Uh, tune in next week for a much better sponsor part of the show. Yes. It's the part people tune in for. It is, it's, other than it, the prime number part. Correct. Now, our new sponsor is Bambox. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at the Bambox, or you can go to thebambox.com. And what we have here is a subscription box for geeks that includes some amazing exclusive items. And I know you've heard this before, a subscription box with geek things. Wow. Oh, does it have a Funko Pop? I bet it does, because they all do. Do they? Uh, you know, they might actually pepper one in here and there. But this box is actually unique, and we're very glad to have them as a sponsor. We sought them out. Because no other subscription crate at this point in time is doing what they're doing with autographed items and replicas from movies. Uh, in your average box, you might get like a comic book, a toy. But then, uh, for instance, what was it, last month, uh, our PR director, Chris, uh, he's actually the person who helped us get this sponsor. Uh, he got a replica of the Friday the 13th hockey mask. And it was signed officially by the gentleman who played Jason Voorhees in the first uh, well, technically Friday Thirteenth Two, since he was kind of not really in one. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't really a thing. But uh, by the actor who first played him uh, in the hockey mask. So, all right, uh, it, it's a great get. He uh, he also got a pair of anti-zombie brass knuckles, which uh, uh, were which like, were real <laughs> brass knuckles. <laughs> but I think like there were probably certain states they couldn't ship that to. <laughs> like, they, You'd think like, not like allowed. It's a weapon, yeah, but <laughs> that's pretty kick-ass. No, but then he got like a comic it's, book it's and he got legit. some other fun stuff. Yeah, this past and month was abilities. Every box promised to give you an ability and feature another item and that one hasn't even shipped yet so we don't even know what yeah uh, that, one sold, that one sold out so there's uh they're they're actually pretty damn popular and that kind of stuff so we'll have, probably, we'll have more information out. on and and link on our website with, with our affiliate link and we'll let you know you know what we got for codes and, and all that kind of stuff next week you, yeah to get to get you into that next week and we'll get like a proper ad going but we were pretty excited to to find that out pretty much like Literally, you came through the door and was like, "I just got this email." So uh, I, we felt like so we might as well. That's put all it out we can there do, really. Because honestly, with or without our link, um, although you know, wait till next week and use our link. But uh, if you if you can't wait, uh, it's just an awesome service, regardless. So uh, you should definitely check them out because uh, we were we were seeking them out because they've got awesome shit and and there's so many uh, box services out there. Remember, I come up with the idea for Boxbox, yeah. where I get a bunch of boxes and I like jam them all together into a a miscellaneous uh, subscription box and then I just mark it up and send it out. Yep. I still want to do that because that's kind of like curated boxes and now there's so 
much like content out there that you it's it's tough to figure out which box do I want. Guess what? It's my mom's box. My mom's got a hot hot pussy. You want to fuck my mom's hot pussy? But ever 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 we just lost our sponsorship. <laughs> That'd be amazing if like it's in mid show we do their ad roll and then like three stories later we run a roll for <laughs> Jer's mom's box. <laughs> mom box. Yeah, mom, mom box, box comes to your house once a month and is horny as fuck. Yeah, I, I think they call those out calls on Craigslist. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely go to thebandbox.com and uh, you can look them up on Twitter at thebandbox. And if you subscribe using the affiliate link that we have put as a big old banner on lostandownpodcast.com, our official website, uh, you can click on that, go straight to them, and when you do it that way, the show makes a little bit of money. And yes. podcasting certainly is uh, one of the cheaper ways to uh, get your name out there and talk silly and have people listen, yeah. but also finally uh, get my mom's business money. off the ground, <laughs> which actually is 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 odd because uh, she's usually on the ground when guys are drilling her. <laughs> Mama's a big fat whore. She's not really. I love my mom. Does she listen? Uh, I hope not. But uh, honestly, she would have. She would be okay with everything I say for the most part. Uh, including that stuff. You had a cool mom. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good. I think she would. I probably... love how she lowers her body temperature to be a cool mom. Yeah, <laughs> personally, with my, cool personally with my necrophilia, I mean, <laughs> it like, works out nicely. You paint your face blue and <laughs> just lay there still and lower your body temperature a bit. My name's Scott Bear and I fuck dead people. No, not Wait. not legitimately dead people. No, no, people who pretend they're dead. I'm trying to think of like a really good Sixth Sense porn parody. No, what, I'm, what I mainly the... like Tibetan monks who can lower people. their body temperature and slow their heart rates. Yeah, well, that's it's a good monk fucker. Monk fucker. This fall on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tony Shalhoub or whatever the hell is, the name is. Yeah, uh, it's a sequel. It's a spinoff. Yeah. It's just him getting fucked. <laughs> like I need the money. That's how I talk. I'm it's Tony just, Shalhoub. It's just one of the people who name died is. in one of the episodes where he was trying to solve their murder. And it's just them in a morgue, and every episode someone comes in and fucks the same corpse, and it just, like, the leg will be hanging off the table a little bit. And then at the very end, it just turns to the camera and goes, it's a living. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Uh, Classic Flintstones. All right, uh, now that we've uh, bored you with our uh, sponsorship. And uh, all that mom fucking talk. Go go do it, by the way, please. Uh, You need to support the show. If you love the Lost Stone podcast and you want to keep hearing it, without money, we die. That's true, actually. We literally do rely, we we do rely on what comes through for food and, and things like that. I think there's at least two or three listeners out there who are like, fuck them. I want to see them do this homeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like this audio like... rig on the street. We're drinking out of brown bags. <laughs> well, we still got the audio rig. As long still as got the audio just rig. Just stealing off some random gyro shop's juice, you know? Yep, yep. One of those street outlets. <laughs> yeah, yep. Oh, they never cover those up good enough. I know where they are. I've got a. I've got an app. On wonder, my phone to tell me of those? all the street outlets. Do they have those in like? Wow, that'd be a really good app to have, actually, if you think about it. In street some ways. outlet. Yeah, just to plug your phone in yeah. randomly in public. But it, 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 Vermont has those. Do other states? Do you think? Do you think, think Vermont's if you go to that New- fucking special? Well, we do just you think if you go to New York that? City, there are street outlets? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are some like outside somewhere that are covered up, but my guess is a lot of those places fucking lock them up because they yeah, yeah. You'd, like you'd think. yeah in the in the rural area, you're not gonna like wield 4,800 feet of fucking extension cable to steal no, it's someone's like, but juice. It's, but it, like when you when you live in an upstairs apartment above a street outlet, man, I'd be I'd have 75 yeah. cords going down the window. <laughs> surge protectors. Sparks flying from like nine surge protectors plugged into surge protectors plugged into surge protectors. Plug- I'm pretty sure the surge protector stops working when you have 17 of them plugged into one another into one outlet. You're gonna, yeah, somebody brought down the power to the city. It's one of those darn New York blackouts I hear about. Yeah. 
Which happened like in the 70s, I think. I guess, yeah. I, I, I was around then, but not in a state of mind to retain information or, or that, memories. Or that state. Uh, I was a worldly two-year-old. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Just, just kidnapped down. a lot. Just kidnapped a lot. <laughs> you, were, you were you were good I looking. Call it, my psychologist says worldly's a healthy step. <laughs> yeah, you were good looking, but your parents weren't rich, so you were kidnapped a lot, but also returned a lot. Right. You're like, oh shit, this kid's not worth a fucking penny. Not even worth the bullet. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was so fucking uh, useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott Barrett, not even worth the bullet. It's going to be on your fucking tombstone. Um, oh, it's too bad we're not... Uh, here, let's do a future segue. We're going to talk about a tombstone <laughs> at some point. But before that, why don't we just go into the actual part of the show that we will eventually discuss that in called Web Dropping. Web Dropping. All right, our first Web Dropping this week comes from Florida, but we're not doing a Florida segment, so we're lumping it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how the, how it all started. We don't Just because the Florida story doesn't mean we have to break it out. It's usually when there's a clump of Floridians that we have to put it in to our Florida segment. Now, I'm going to read the uh, the title of the story as it was found on uh, the website for WFTV9. Cool, and you want to give ABC me... The ABC affiliate in Florida. You want to give a, me... Th- well, then I'll give you three things that I think about it. Okay. Um, the title is very uh, non- unassuming. It does not describe this story the way this story should be described. It is police ID... Pizza delivery man accused of ramming officer with car. Cool. What that I get out of that, that sounds boring as shit. What I get out of that is unassuming, mm-hmm. uh, police and pizza. Okay. Am I right? Those are three things you should get from that title. Awesome. Cool. Moving on. What's the next one? Well, the idea here is that that title when oh, I read more. it did not right. seem interesting at all. But I decided well, to read the story. Fuck it. Let's. I read Florida stories because sometimes they're crazy. Well, that tells you a lot this, about the kind of stories we come across is when that. Headlines is boring to us. Do, oh We're yeah, like, oh whatever. A delivery man accused of ramming officer car. Yeah, boring. Been there, done that. Now let's dissect this story practically sentence by sentence. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna skip the first sentence because it's a reiteration of the title. Okay. The person at the heart of this story is David Moran, thirty-seven okay. years old from Mount Dora. Sounds like a good kid. Oh, in the name of the mount that he's uh, from is in his name, his last name. Did you notice that? David Moran, D, Mount Dora, D, and then the aura. Mount Dora is an anagram for David Moran. <laughs> well, there's the it M, all comes together. And you take the T, and then the <laughs> and then the O R A, and you have Mora. Now, uh, David Moran worked at uh, Italian Garden Pizzeria on West Colonial Drive near South Park Avenue uh, in Winter Garden. Good. It sounds like we're sponsored by them now. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't mean to buzz market this uh, particular pizza chain in Florida. It may be Never fine and well. Could be good. Never yeah. been there. Never been there. Now, um, the restaurant's owner said the Moran was late to work. He was behaving oddly. Okay. I've, I've oh. had experiences like that myself. Yeah. Not, not, not I, with I, me, but with my employees. I, I've I've shown up to work behaving oddly and stuff. There's you know definitely plenty of times it's happened. But I also, yes, would in, in the industry, sometimes an employee shows this story up and actually not with it. pretty Fine. close to home, in fact. Uh, oh, right. right uh, the restaurants. The, yes. Yeah, that's right. Well, even this description is almost to a T. Okay. Um, this is a quote from the restaurant owner. He looked sleepy and couldn't talk. Within a couple of minutes of being here, he tried to reach for something and fell. For me, honestly, that's the first time I've seen him that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he came into work messed up. Yeah. We'll just say say messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that. We actually, when I worked in the restaurant industry, I wasn't the manager there, but one of our coworkers kind of did the same thing. We had to keep him away from the knives. Uh, Turned out that he had just missed a, uh, 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 missed a suboxone. 
thing and it ended up going relapsing on heroin so he came in uh getting the nods and that's just not a great thing to be working with knives <laughs> yep exactly uh similar experience take your suboxone kids takes your take your suboxone now moran became irate after a customer didn't tip him following a delivery so his boss told him to go home he was acting weird and he got pissy and he said no i'm going home hey let me start again he said no i'm going home for good and then the owner said he ran at me grabbed my chest and Threw him on his back on the floor, like right. slammed, like him pretty much down. pinned him to the ground, like yeah, through, via his chest, yeah. And then uh, Moran struck him with a baking pan and left. <laughs> <laughs> now you're seeing that a lot has happened that was not included in the story. <laughs> well, first of all, we I, haven't even gotten to the police or the car yet. I don't know how you leave the baking pan right out of the headline. That's a fucking beauty, man. That's a that's that's just like that's you want to do violence to somebody and you whatever the fuck is around you. That uh, that could have that could have been in a band box one of these past months for all we know. No, they uh, they don't explain whether the police called or were called by the owner prior to this incident or just after or if they were outside as he was fleeing. But officers tried to stop him yeah, as he tried from, fleeing the parking lot. From what I was gathering, I, I watched the actual video part of it, and it sounded it looked like um, the owner because he was assaulted. And then the guy left, called the pretty much called the, the police, and then I guess they asked him to come back for they his did. side of the story. So. Yep, they asked him to come back to the restaurant and just explain what happened. Uh, he returned to the restaurant to pick up his last paycheck. Yeah. Uh, officers approached him at that point, wanting to know what, what the hell happened. You assaulted your boss. What is up with this? Um, as he was questioned, uh, Moran then rammed his car into the officer, pinning him between his car and the dumpster. Yes. So by officer, we mean the actual physical person, the, the human being. The police officer. Yes, not like their vehicle and smashed a vehicle. The officer was outside and they pinned him against something. Now the officer his and his other officers, I'm guessing his partner, then opened fire on Moran in his yes. car. Uh, yeah. They did shoot him and he was hospitalized. Uh, currently his condition is not known. This is actually a breaking story. Uh, but he has been charged with attempted murder. Yeah, a of leg, an a leg, a leg breaking story. <laughs> that, oh, because the officer got his leg broken. Sure, that's funny. I like it. No, I'm really, I, I, it's my not pa- funny if you don't laugh and say it's funny. Okay, <laughs> no, the funniest things are when fucking, there's a long dry pause and then someone bluntly says, oh, that's says funny. "That was funny." Because <laughs> that's the funniest when you're laughing. That's can't how even a sociopath shows humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, all right. I'll get, I'll get him next time. Yeah. All right. Um. So. He has been charged with attempted murder of an officer, uh, fleeing. I'm guessing from arrest and Fle- be- fleeing. What is he? What is he? A dog? <laughs> that flees on him. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, I believe you because because you just explained how that means it's funny. Good. Okay. Um. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Uh. The the officer's leg uh was broken and he had to undergo surgery for this uh, at the Orlando Regional Medical Center. Um. His condition currently there. isn't Good. known and the police department itself did not identify him by name. Uh. The two officers both shot Moran, so we know two different bullets at least entered him. Right. Uh. They were paid. They were placed on uh, paid administrative leave. Yeah. Which is not out of the ordinary. Anytime a cop is involved in a shooting, whether it's yeah, legal really. or not, they take him off duty for a short period of time and usually do some kind of a mental assessment to make sure they're okay with what happened. Yeah, it, and a lot of times it's just it's not even so much Very about like you did anything procedural. wrong, but it's like that's that's stressful for somebody who has like 
that I mean, most cops don't want to shoot now, people. So. can we real quick run through this? The uh, guy absolutely. showed up, uh, fucked up on heroin or time or something at work. Yeah, uh, got salts, mad at customers, threw his boss in the ground, hit him with a baking pan, ran away, came back, hit a cop with his car, broke his leg, yeah. tried fleeing again, got shot. And now, the headline mark. was police ID pizza delivery man accused of ramming officer with car. <laughs> I feel like there's so many so this, things in this story. And all we really got out of it was they ID'd the guy who hit a cop with his car. Well, yeah. That the, doesn't even sound like It was story. the guy that's, right there that hit me. That's the, that's the way you the want to shot. Sure that it happened bleeding out. <laughs> it, it makes it sound like he like fled and was gone and they had for like a, days. And they and finally ID'd who they were. And like, oh. They the, put a sketch it's out. It's like fucking Son of Sam. They don't know who it is. And finally yeah. Berkowitz comes and like, okay, we got him. We ID'd fucking Son of Sam. Yeah, it should no. be like pizza delivery man having heroin withdrawals. <laughs> Yeah, hits beats hits, boss <laughs> mercilessly with baking, baking pan, pan and then cripples cop. <laughs> yeah. See, we should be writing these headlines, man. We get let's get in touch with this paper because apparently there's too much integrity. Whatever paper this is, and they don't know how to sensationalize. We need to fucking be on that staff. Well, speaking of sensationalism, that's what my mom said. I need to be on that staff because she fucks a lot of guys. Whore. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought mom, by <laughs> this episode brought by Bambox. Bandbox is your monthly subscription crate with you. an autographed item in every box. Sometimes it's a it's a freshly molded flashlight of Jer's mom hey. si- signed by Jer's mom. Yeah, I can get it, I can get it done. I can get her signature. <laughs> you might get it at your house and be like, "That looks like an X." That's how she signs things. <laughs> she, well, I mean, not because she doesn't know how to spell or, or read or anything. She's tired from all the she's fucking. She's just tired from all the fucking. First of all, her hands are all crippled up, as we've discussed with the show before, with her arthritic hand jobs that she gives. Oh, man. Those are good nubs. Mom, I love you. <laughs> I really do. Next story. Uh, a couple months back, a headstone appeared in Central Park, New York, and it was a giant mystery. It was a Trump headstone saying Trump, Donald J, and then a birth date and a dash and no death date. Oh, so he's not dead yet. Yep. Uh, it, it was actually wondered at first whether it was a thinly veiled death threat against yeah, Trump. I could see that, but people would be a little, uh, which was, I would make sense why they actually just like when investigated. There we go further. Uh, there was an epitaph carved at the very bottom of the stone, by the way. It said, uh, made America hate again. Yes, which is great. Now, the only reason we're bringing this up because it's actually a relatively old story at this point is that new details have surfaced, uh, most of which are kind of funny when you get down to it. Uh, The weight of the stone was finally assessed, uh, 420 pounds, and the stone came from Vermont. Yay! 420, Vermont stone i don't know there's a lot to read into there and it's a kind of a quick shout out to the granite industry in vermont because this stone looks like any one of the modern stones you would find in any vermont cemetery because vermont granite is plentiful and actually a little on the cheaper side compared to other uh options you could use uh anything older would be like slate or different kinds of rock they could just pull out of whatever mountain you know is nearby yeah this is this is like this is is, granite is desired this is the thing that will last forever we have some of the most beautiful cemeteries which is why uh, Green Mountain Graveyards is a great place to go and and, uh, look 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 at them online because they've got some awesome pictures of all the awesome cemeteries around thanks thanks for the shameless shout out hey it's not we haven't actually mentioned in a long time it's actually very true though it's we have gorgeous cemeteries and you have uh, been chronicling them with your myself and my friend Dan uh, actually we mentioned why not I'll I'll shout myself out real quick mind what it's still a place to go to check out yeah me and my friend Dan 
and we uh, we photograph Vermont graveyards. There's about 1,400 total. Uh, we've hit about 25% of them now and have cataloged them and photographed them all. Uh, if you go to Facebook, there's a Green Mountain Graveyards page. There's also a Green Mountain Graveyards Tumblr and a GreenMountainGraveyards.com website. And uh, throughout all those, you can find a good variety of the remarkable stonework and art in Vermont. Yeah. Some of it creepy, some of it unique and inspiring. Just it's awesome. Yeah. Any any of the uh, any? I mean, I actually have a couple of your prints uh, uh, from from the days. Uh, I actually still need to get them framed along with a thousand other things, but they are awesome. So hey, why not? It's not even a shameless plug. It's shameful. Wait, why is shameless so? I guess it, shameless is good. Never I guess. Mind. Which one does your mom use? Uh, she uses the <laughs> butt plug. Oh. Yeah. Only because so many people kept trying to like ram it in there when they didn't pay. So. Old, old Seamus. Yeah, yeah. You've got. You she know, calls it old Seamus. She yeah, calls the, it old Seamus. The old Scottish butt plug is what not shameless, what it is. not <laughs> no, shameful. Old Seamus. The Scottish butt plug. It's actually made out of uh, uh, sheep gizzards and old driftwood. bagpipes in driftwood. Um, but it's it's great. It's gorgeous. Fucking hand carved by a wizard. And it's, it's just immaculate, especially spouting out of my mom's asshole while you ram her. But if you want to get the butt plug out, it's going to cost you. That's why she got it to begin with. People are trying to go through the back door. And uh, she said, no, oh, uh-uh, you got to pay for that. So, uh, Speaking of things you pay for, did you ever watch The Wire? I loved The Wire, yeah. And actually, I know what you're you're getting into is uh, I, I was actually very hurt by this story because I love that actor specifically and uh, a lot of the stuff he's done. I still love him. I still love him. But you're talking about Wendell Pierce. I am. From um, The Wire who played uh, Bunk uh, Moreland and also played on uh, Treme. And, Absolutely, uh, you know a lot more about this than I do. I never saw The Wire. I, oh I know. I, I know. I need I'm not going to be one of those people. Who's I've like, had it's it. the greatest thing in the world because everyone it really says is, that. But, but you already know that you're supposed to. I watch know the it. end. I know all the spoilers. Because guess what? It's hard to avoid spoilers when you're the last person at the show. Well, it's not even. I think you're the biggest spoilers come like the third season anyway. There's two huge spoilers that are like coming like third or fourth season. Okay. The fifth season you could probably just skip. The fifth season just really wacky. But uh, it's it's just don't I don't even the, the spoilers that don't even matter. The story. is itself is what's really like captivating it doesn't matter like the actual event so much as it is how the you know what it makes you feel fair enough um well this actor wendell pierce made a couple uh bernie sanders supporters feel the burn no he just hit him no no yeah <laughs> he, he got into a physical altercation with uh two bernie sanders supporters and this is something i didn't know about him is that he's a uh he's a staunch hillary clinton supporter and i i, I did know that he was hillary clinton supporter i did i never got that he was he's extremely liberal so i never, never got that he was anti-bernie i've seen him on bill maher a couple of times talking about uh and he's a very well educated political uh person so well, um, there's two accounts of this story uh the first account is that uh, uh, uh himself being a hillary supporter got upset when a woman he was speaking with declared her support for the senator from vermont uh, bernie sanders and he pushed the woman's boyfriend grabbed her by the hair and hit her on the head right that's one report that's theirs that's the the couple reporting him <clears throat> for assault Yes. Now, there's another version of the events that claims the woman had stepped into an uh, stepped into an altercation already underway, meaning the boyfriend and this actor already were into a fight, and when she got into it, she just walked into what was a fight that was not meant for her. Yeah, and, and the thing so that they, so any harm to her would be accidental through the second account. And, and the thing that I got about the the headline and when I was reading the uh, accounts of the story 
is I feel like the the Bernie part was just peppered in as like a like a clickbait kind of thing. Like I don't from the sounds of it, he didn't beat them up because they were Bernie supporters, even though they kind of like made it sound that way in their specific account. But it didn't seem like there were. It wasn't like because especially I mean again, who knows really what happened? But it seemed like that just they just jumped from. Um, we were discussing something, and then I declared my support for Bernie, and then all of a sudden there was a fight. Seems like there's some pieces missing about what else they could I don't have know. also I, said. I expect nothing less from a Hillary supporter. I basically expect them to start punching blindly whenever somebody says something that goes against them. Well, I feel like that's I'm, more I'm, of a Trump, I'm talking a little yeah. tongue-in-cheek here. Exactly. But. Yeah, that, that's definitely – I could see that from a Trump supporter immediately. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. But uh, Hillary supporters, I feel like, one, I, I – Oddly enough, uh, despite her getting They're, the nomination, probably she's. It's hard to find them. It's really. really it is hard to I find a Hillary I mean, granted, supporter. We're, you're right. We're we're in Vermont. I understand it. But the like, ones I find online are very aggressive, and the the term Bernie Bro has been thrown thrown around a lot. I see less Bernie Broism than I see. Uh, what do they call them? Shillery supporters. Right. Yeah. Uh, the people who are like for her and just don't want to be for her want to like attack everyone who isn't and yeah i've had bad experiences with hillary supporters online where basically it's like they just they're there to beat you up and that's it well i when i think they get they get angry because uh wait for trump at least people embrace the ignorance of trump and they're mm-hmm. like no Absolutely. we just want something different we don't care about like so we're just mad at shit so i can understand that i feel like with hillary supporters they're like liberals who support hillary but they also can't really like really articulate intellectually why it's a good idea for Hillary and why she's not pretty much just a Republican. And like, that's why you have a lot of like really powerful, uh, you know, intellectual minds. The, the, uh, well, I mean like the John Stewart, um, granted, I know he's not like in the intellectual community, but I consider he is, uh, you know, railing against people like Hillary and these, you know, these intellectuals, the political intellectuals who actually realize that she's not, uh, really that much of a Democrat. And I mean, nope. and, and it's not that. And the thing is, though, I do have to give it. I do have to turn turn the tables a little bit. That uh, I I feel the most defensive uh, sect of anybody are fucking Bernie supporters, though. And I'm a huge Bernie supporter. You can't say a bad thing about Bernie. Like the second you criticize Bernie, they don't they don't get mad. They just just don't believe it. If you actually do point out the fact that like a lot of well, the actual to, facts, it's hard to believe a lot of the things that some people try to say about him because he really is one of the cleanest, most honest politicians. Well, it's not even about him. It's, it's more it's, it's more when people point out like certain like the infeasibility of certain policies and the fact that he actually doesn't have a way. It's almost the Obama esque, you know, yeah. hey, hope and change. Let's like you know reach for the stars. I'm okay kind of thing. with somebody saying I'm going to reach for the stars as opposed to Hillary's campaign promise, which is nothing. Thing. More of what Obama's been doing. Yeah, she has no platitudes that make that make anyone care. Like, there's nothing. There's no. I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Next year, this is gonna happen. She hasn't declared a single thing she's going to do. Well, in the, her the, the few things except carry forward Obama's. And legacy. the few things that she has, she's kind of taken from. Uh, she directly took from, from, took from Bernie. Where all of a sudden the, the fifteen dollars minimum wage became a okay and everything. But there are. But then you know there are certain things where you try to uh, confront a Bernie supporter about, like, well, okay, well, Bernie hasn't exactly been upfront about every single point of his plans because he realizes they're probably he probably realizes a lot of the things he's talking about are currently infeasible but he also at least is willing to admit that he doesn't necessarily think they can be done right away or during his presidency he's trying to like plant the seeds of a revolution that could eventually make them possible he's like within eight years of me being president or four or eight it couldn't be done but i hope that 
these are like long-term goals we should be looking for. Yeah, free college tuition for everybody probably won't happen in four or eight years. We can start the freaking path, that kind of thing. So. Absolutely. So these, uh, so I, I, I'm really hoping that Wendell Pierce didn't beat these people up just because they're Bernie supporters because he I, doesn't seem to be the, he's a very liberal, uh, gentle soul. My guess is he was probably in the fight with somebody already. Uh, I'm probably a drunken douche fight and uh, something happened and this is how you, you know, that's you how the, the media sensationalizes you, you things. Can, well, yeah, you to can make you, a more interesting clickbait. You're gonna title. you're gonna immediately get like, you toss Hillary I Trump on it. or or Bernie into uh and the wire into a fucking headline. Any of those things into a headline, especially when you combine them, you're immediately getting clicks. So yep. really, it was like uh, a famous actor got in a fight with somebody. Really, was it? Now a little bit lighter side of news here. You brought a story from Helsinki, Finland. And this is about I wouldn't a even chain. Say, I wouldn't say it was a story, even. Um, it's more of an announcement. Like, maybe we're, we're buzz marketing again for yet another company that's yeah, not giving us any this, money, except for Bambox. This is just interesting. Bambox is definitely giving us money. Oh, yeah, go, yeah. go to our website and click on the banner and go get a subscription through Bambox. Uh, it's going to make you happy. It's going to give you things you're going to love and share and put on your walls. And it's going to help the show. It Helping just the helps show. the show. Help the show, people. Now, Helsinki, Finland. Guess what's there? Burger King. Guess where Burger King is it? Nowhere. That's oh. true. It's pretty actually depressing. Moving on. Finland's there's a Burger King in Finland. <laughs> um, <laughs> not only is there a Burger King in Finland, uh, but there's uh, actually – and the thing is, at first I brought this to the table because it was just like, ha-ha, funny. And then I read the description of, like, what this is. It seems like a total – like, it seems like a pretty cool place to go. This is not Finland. I mean, Finland's probably pretty cool anyway. I love the that whole area. I would love to actually go to anywhere in I that I picture region. it looking just like Game of Thrones. Actually – I'm probably three quarters of Game of Thrones, <laughs> like Iceland. Yeah. They're, they're about to have their second Icelandic band on this season at some point. Apparently, of Monsters and Men are making an appearance, and Sigur Rós made an appearance a couple seasons ago. So, yeah, I remember that one. Um, and we're, I'm just waiting for Bjork to like all of a sudden become a, a pop, popular character on Game of Thrones, and we'll be all set. Um, I'm a dragon! I'm a dragon! I'm a dragon! Ooh. And then, like behind, like wait, why is she? Uh, why is her electronic she's, soundtrack following her? Like she's, she's dressed that, as like a completely I'm LED covered neon pink cat. Yeah, and there's like <laughs> uh, like uh, pheasant wings. Yeah. and uh, and uh, a unicorn horn, and I like and a cake York, made out of the flag of Japan that's lit on fire. Want me to name other Icelandic bands I know? <laughs> no, no, no okay. not really. <laughs> I just I thought maybe that's what the show had turned into. Like, hey, if we weren't boring enough, here's some Icelandic bands. Oh, I was trying to They're really good. They're really good bands. Well, there are. There, love, was, there was that one for years ago. They broke up already, but they were uh, they sound just like the Beastie Boys. Ah, uh, it was. God damn it, my brain. Beastie Boys. No, they had an English name, but they actually did albums. Uh, they did albums with songs done entirely in Icelandic, but they sounded like the Beastie Boys. It was they three white rappers like a, with a DJ. Beastie Boy. Huh? I wonder who that was. I don't. I that. have all of their albums at home, and I cannot think of their name because it's one of those weird brain fart moments. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, well, I would like to actually know who they are because that that would be interesting. at some point during the show. I'll blurt it out when I randomly remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> so when when just just immediately verbal diarrhea instead of just brain farts. That's the opposite of uh, brain fart. When your brain fart finally turns into something that's when you have verbal bi diarrhea i never put that together scott oh that my actually god actually makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense that everybody a crazy amount of sense yeah uh anyway so finland um this place actually sounds pretty cool at first i thought it was kind of funny but apparently there's a burger king themed spa sauna if you will um where uh you go in and it, at first i was like okay there's just pictures of like karashi 
There you go, the everybody. The Beastie Boys band's name is it's Kurashi. Okay. Uh, Q-U-A-R-A-S-H-I. Uh, something uh, to go out on this week? Uh, sure, let's go out on a Kurashi show, cool, song. Cool. Uh, I won't tell you which one because I haven't mentally picked no, we'll, yet. No, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, re-announce the band name at least at the end, but that's a good thing. We'll uh, go out on that. Um, uh, all right, but yeah, the spa, it pretty much is just, it's a, they call it a Burger King spa, but it's really just like there are towels with Burger King on it and a couple of logos on the wall. I hope and those that, are disposable and it's what you're supposed to use as napkins. They're like really nice Egyptian cotton towels. Oh, yeah. Monogram with BK on them. <laughs> like mod- and beautiful. And just like yeah. wipe your chin a little with bit and throw it in the garbage. sauce. Just toss, yeah, toss it in the trash. Oh, yeah. That's... That'd be nice if it was that level of luxury. Like the plates are shaped like the to-go box. You know, like the, the weird rectangular like fine china? white. But fine china. But when you're done eating, you just smash, smash them in the garbage the... can. <laughs> just, just smash them on the floor of the sauna and somebody will pick yeah. up that in the jizz. And they... uh so anyway, at first I was like, okay, this is stupid. But it turns out this this is pretty cool. So they've got the, the sauna, and they've got the showers, uh, and the spa. Uh, but it also fe- features a media lounge with a 55-inch TV and PlayStation 4. And it sounds like... This, like I don't know. That sounds like a pretty like cool fucking. I mean, maybe it's just a brow out spot or whatever. But it sounds like a pretty damn. Sure, cool they have a fifty five inch TV with PS four with a PS four in a media lounge in, in a media lounge. Then showers, a sauna, and spa, all with uh, jizz towels that have Burger King on them. Uh, I mean, and, aside from the the high content of jizz you're gonna have at this place. Uh, well, it's no more than any other Burger King. No, but they're a little. <laughs> more, I believe they'd be a little more upfront about it with this location. That's true. They don't try to hide it in their uh, Whoppers or the I mean, KFC chicken sandwiches like we reported on, or did we actually? Finally, was that the one we uh, can did we can the? I think that may have been one we can. Sorry, everybody. I may have just referred to a story that we decided to throw away from last week because last week we were we were br- tired. Uh, we were all brain farts and no diarrhea. Aww. By the way, uh, I like that there's finally a Burger King where it's encouraged to get naked when entering, as opposed to the kind where they just sadly allow it. They sadly allow it. <laughs> they just, ah, we can't fight yeah. them all. Well, Jesus Christ. Are we going to cook burgers tonight or keep the naked people out? Because we need to pick one. We can't do both. That's all right. We got it all. Place, they do both. They allow it. They got a full-time pube guy to pick up your pubes all over the place. Jesus Christ. They get paid minimum wage. Pubes, Burger King, fuck it. Fuck my mom. Now, at this point in the show, we're not going to fuck Jer's mom. What we're going to do is we're going to run a uh, mid-roll, ad-roll, uh, mid-show ad-roll. Wow, let me fuck that up a little bit there more. There you go. Uh, we don't have a produced ad this week for Bambox since we did just learn about the sponsorship and can't magically make an ad spot in the blink of an eye. Uh, what you are you going can. to get here is a classic ad that actually, uh, it's a bit of a teaser for the next next segment. So let's, uh, let's play this. <laughs> I'm Chiquita Banana and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you You can put them in a salad No, not yet, my dear That greenish way you're looking means that you are ripe for cooking How about me? No, no, when you are fully ripe, my dear Those little flecks of brown appear Me? You're most digestible, my friend. Delicious, too, from end to end. You can put them in a pie. Any way you want to eat them. It's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. 
Bananas are a solid food that doctors now include in baby's diet. And since they are so good for baby, I think we all should try it. See, 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 see. That was lovely. Good, good stuff. That was. I'm, I'm glad we have uh, high-quality ads on our show. I mean, it helps keep us in business, helps keep you entertained. And uh, we'll have one. We'll have one for Bandbox pretty soon as well. Yeah. Speaking of entertaining our listening audience, uh, we get more requests each week than uh, pretty much for anything else to have Bruce Bruce Moran, yeah. our Australia affiliate, on the show. Which uh, does make me feel a little uh, associate. Uh, 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 I don't know, a little self-conscious because he always he, he comes in for uh, and takes my place, and everybody's like, "Give us more of him." Well, one of but, these weeks, if you want, I could walk off and um, he could take my place. I mean, and we've had we've had times where you know I've, I've stuck around, but we've got two mics here. We did have that one time where we knew we had a time, so luckily he actually stayed on, and we did the. the do you feel like when because we do this the phone, it's fine. But usually he's it's when he's in town, it's like it's good to have him because it's good to have face to face with the guy, man. He's cool. But the thing is, though, him and I like he stays in my place every time he's in town, so I kind of get enough of him so i understand like you guys have your little time together and whatever so we're old buddies it's fine so. okay so are, are you gonna are you gonna uh, let him come in you want to bring him in i'll go grab him yeah sure okay yeah. great with that all right well jared goes and gets bruce bruce from the other room um what we're gonna be talking about today is an internet sensation who has honestly become one of the most hated people on the internet in a very short period of time uh bruce bruce hello welcome to the show Oh, hello then. All your uh, fans have been clamoring to have you back on. We give you any tweets and messages and emails about, uh, can we get a little bit more Bruce Bruce on the show? Well, that's very good. I actually, uh, uh, Australia lost internet for 48 days recently. Is that normal? Uh, yeah, it happens about once every four or five days. We lose it for about 48, and we get it back. Then they'll the big old catch-up. We usually do a lot of catching up. That's why all of a sudden you'll see a bunch of tweets from uh, Australia and a lot of news stories that seem like they're a little outdated, but... They're actually, they all come at once, and then uh, some koala kicks down a fucking transformer or something, and the next thing you know, uh, uh, yeah, that's right, koalas, they kick, kick real hard. I wasn't talking about kangaroos, that wasn't a mistake. You just that, doubt now koalas. That's a weird American misconception, correct? Well, that's the thing is, a lot of people doubt now that koalas actually have stronger hind legs than 14 kangaroos tied together. Mostly because when you tie kangaroos together, they lose the uh, the, the ability to uh, use the hind legs. So that was actually a little bit of a flawed test. Definitely Foster's driven. But they were very nice sponsors for the test. Uh, Foster's, by the way, thank you very much for... Uh, for They actually have been uh, sponsoring me in my trips to uh, the United States as long as I'm uh, willing to mention them on the uh, the podcast, uh, Foster's. Uh, thank you very much. I like how they ship you over every time on one of those princess cruises. It's very nice, though. It's 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 a hell of a lot better than one of those shit cruises. Like, literally, these ones that it's just all you do is hang out with people and they shit themselves. What do they call those? Old people cruises. There we go. Oh, yeah. Which are just, also just called cruises. The the Silver Fox uh, Express. Yeah, Silver Fox Express. Yeah, granted, I'll get a lot of poony on then. But, uh, you know. It's mainly dry. Well, it's dry unless they diarrhea themselves, in which case it's just disgusting. <laughs> it happens. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm glad I got the Princess Cruise now. Foster's really stepped the game up. <laughs> now, to change gears a little bit, because we are running a little late on sure. the show. All right. Um, yeah. I'm bringing you on today because this next story deals with Australia. Um, specifically with a Australian blogger who has oh, been yeah. self-proclaimed as the judgmental vegan bitch. Oh, yes, yes. I, I, I would say I know her, but uh, I know a lot of people like that. Could it be uh, plenty of people? I believe on the internet she goes by the name Feely, uh, F-E-E-L-E-E, 
And well, that's a stupid name, and my fucking child's name is Wonka. It absolutely is. She's a fitness guru, and she has diets and ways to be healthy that uh, sound a little unreal. Did I tell you I had a kid since we last saw each other? Uh, no. Yeah, I've got a little baby now. They've gone now. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, little Wonka. It's great. Yeah. Little Wonka. Uh, and the mother? I don't know. Princess Cruz bitch. How do you not know the mother, but you have the baby? Ah, oh, it's a very weird transaction. Uh, a lot of lot of moving pieces, more moving parts, and everything. Ah, you got me. I don't have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, poking holes the in the story there. The flawed logic didn't work for me. I'm sorry. It's the it's the uh, the straightforward little, way little, of looking at things that us Americans. A little have. too smart for the uh, Lost at Home podcast, I guess, huh? Now, um, Feely. And I'm going to describe her first based on her diet and her internet business and her YouTube uh, fame okay. before we get into the real reason why we're talking about Sounds her. Sounds good. Again, like I said, I've been out of the internet for quite a while, so I'm really behind on a lot of these stories, even the Australian ones. So. Um, Feely has decided that there are ways to get healthy that seem a bit uh, odd to anyone with uh, reason or intelligence. Okay. Um, yeah. She has a diet plan where you eat one uh, type of food per meal. Okay, you, you don't right. eat multiple types of food per meal because the complexity of it makes it hard for your body to digest. And you can digest things if it's a single thing a lot easier because your body doesn't have to overthink it. Can I ask you a question? Do you, do you hear any logic so do far? You, oh, well, here's the thing. We've already determined that I'm not the best on the logic thing. But uh, for the rest of it, is there any science behind this? She's thin and hot. Very and well. says that she does this to be that way. I will honestly. She uh, I signed me up. It's fine. I'm, okay, I'm, so I'm your typical guy. I'll, I'll just go ahead and sign up for anything. What you're signing up for is a meal that is 97% fruit, 3% greens, nuts, and seeds. All right, then. Okay. You start the day eating 51 bananas. She's hot, though. She is. All right, well, I'm she, still in. She's, well, the face could use some work, but the rest of it. So, um, okay, it works to the body. If I want a body like that. Yeah, oh, okay. just looking for the body. The face, no one can help. No diet's going to fix your face. Probably you're, not. You no. hear that, ladies? No diet's going to fix your face. Or men. Oh, I, I remember no, when, no, I, no, when no. I was a teenager. Men, there are diets that'll fix your face. <laughs> men, <laughs> men, it's a very different story. Just, you know? Yeah, if you eat like four cronuts a day, guys, you're going to look like a, a, a very chiseled uh, Bill Baxby. Oh, nice, dear. Silent film star. Some people tell me I look like uh, 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 Ricky Gervais ate a, a, a small baby, rolled around in pig shit, and then cleaned himself up and looks like a chiseled man. That's what he, they, they tell me. I, I, I see it. Yeah, right? It's, it's in this light, I think. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to look like her and have, you know, the, the, the ass that won't quit, uh, 51 bananas for breakfast. For, for breakfast, just 51. F- 51, which I believe... Might be enough potassium to pop your heart. I'm curious, how long does it take her to eat a single banana? She got like a two-hour breakfast. Based on the way she proceeds in her videos with her her skimpy clothes and her butt always out, she probably just single bites each one. I'll just I'll like swallow, just a deep swallow. So it's, she yep. eats it more like an iguana, yes. not like you would eat an iguana. Like because a we sexy do actually iguana. eat we do eat iguanas, but uh, what I mean is like an iguana would eat something where you just so iguanas deep throat their food. And Australians deep throat iguanas. Did uh, well, I miss a step there? No, no, we confused? don't deep. No, you don't deep throat iguanas. If you want to eat an iguana, it actually takes a lot of work because they're they're actually kind of tough. Uh, but uh, I usually just give them a quick little will will around there and smack them on a rock. And uh, sometimes you cook them, sometimes you don't. Whatever. Now, 
to follow with her diet for the average day, by the way, um, she says to eat about 15 mangoes for lunch and two kilos of potatoes for dinner and then go to bed. Two kilos of potatoes, yeah. All right, yeah. So her, her idea of a proper, healthy, balanced, nutritious day to be healthy and fit is 51 bananas, 15 mangoes, two kilos of potatoes, and then sleep. You sure she just uh, is too hot to know how to count? <laughs> I wonder because I've watched some of her YouTube. And it's videos nothing against hot ladies. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying dumb. every. I'm not saying every hot woman is dumb, but the uh, no, she's generally dumb. when you're that dumb, it means you're probably pretty hot because you have you, have, you you figured everything's figured out for you. You don't really have to you know do any uh, research or anything. It's all given to you. And again, uh, kudos to all the hot ladies out there who who are very uh, intelligent. Plenty of them, uh, but uh, this one apparently not. Now, if we really want to get into how not intelligent she is, she has a rant video she puts out once in a while. Uh, she is a staunch vegan and is militant about it to the point to give all other vegans bad names. Oh, right, right, yeah, because I have nothing against veganism, right? Because uh, fact, actually, I used to say a lot of my good friends uh, used to be vegans until uh, Peter Jackson ate them. Because uh, Peter Jackson, as you know, is not a vegan. He's actually a fat fuck. And uh, what's even worse, uh, before uh, he actually killed them, he dipped them all in sausage gravy before he actually ate them. It's fucking terrible. That's, all they was doing is they were disrespectful. They was just out of the compound trying to trying to free all the hobbits. He's got a very cruel hobbit farm. Very very cruel. All the hobbits. So they was out there doing the Peter thing. They was trying to like free the hobbits, etc. They fucking snuck in. He caught them, scooped them all up because they're very small, very uh, French fry. Uh, very scoopable. Very scoopable. And he's a very large man. So he just put them all in a in a large uh, colander, and he just started shaking them with the shaking bake, you know. And uh, then he dipped them all in uh, sausage gravy and just ate them. And it was fucking terrible. Fat Peter Jackson. Man, that guy will fucking ruin everything. Anyway, so, yeah, I've got nothing against the vegans. I've, I've, plenty of my friends used to be them before, uh, tragically, Peter Jackson ate them. Well, you segued nicely into the next part of this story, which is... Uh, Peter Jackson's fat is always a good segue. <laughs> it really is. Um, actually, you know what? Before we get into the next part, because the video uh, where this was said was taken down from YouTube. Okay. Um, I want to play a random clip of her from YouTube because it really doesn't take any more than, say, 20 seconds of hearing her talk before you'll hate her. So let's just play, uh, Just this is a random clip from YouTube of her talking. As you can see, I'm really passionate about this. And do I want to kill people? No, I don't want to kill people. And yes, I was in that situation before where I didn't know. I didn't know about the meat and dairy industry. No, I didn't have a fucking clue. But I educated myself. So there's people who have educated themselves, but are like, meh. I don't feel like doing it right now. I don't feel like doing it. You know, I've heard, I, I, I knew a vegan once and they were like, they were, you know, a little bit weak and they couldn't do this and that and, you know, like just some, you know, I knew a vegan once who had a child and the child had deficiencies or some shit, you know, like just looking for excuses, excuses. No, you should not have that option. You're just going to step the fuck up or you really don't deserve to live on this planet. There, there is Australia uh, as it is now seen oh, to the rest of the world. Pretty hot, though. So Fine. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and, and say that uh, I'm okay with anything she says. Well, she has uh, opinions about 9/11. Do you want to hear those? I would love to hear those because here the thing is in in Australia. I know in uh, in, in America, 9/11 uh, is a huge thing, and I'm not saying it's not big over in Australia, but you know it's very bigger for you. It's very much of a big deal. You know, yes, we've it, got it, other things, our own things to worry about. You guys are always going on about 9/11, but I know it's a sore subject, so I'd like to hear what this person uh, had to say because we all, or at least now, generally not to bring it up. You know, it's going to piss you off. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, this piss 
me off and probably a whole lot more people uh, when she <sighs> was talking to people who are not vegans. So these are people watching her YouTube videos who are not vegan like she is. When you're, and this is a direct I, and quote. Again, a lot, Actually, a lot would of, you like to a read lot of, the a, quote? A lot of vegans aren't even actually uh, nearly is is ridiculous as apparently this person is here. So, um, oh, so this is a quote. I'm this is her direct quote in response to anyone who is not a vegan. Okay, at least he's uh, once again gone on the record. This is uh, not Bruce Bruce saying this, but this is me reading the quote of a, of a, of a dumb uh, cunny here. All right. When your obese brothers and sisters get stuck in a stairway during 9-11, preventing fit people from getting through and surviving, you make it my business. While she does have a little point, she is hot. <laughs> she literally blames the body count from 9-11 on she think fat people clogging up the stairwell. Don't you think it's a fucking, like a fucking cartoon or something? <laughs> like, like four like, fat people like, bounce and down the stairs and get clogged. Like, oh, you would have been able to find it and there's just a bunch of fucking fat cartoon characters like rolling down the way like fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, yeah. Like the peach lady, the fucking girl who blows right up blueberries or whatever. I never thought I'd hear this conspiracy theory. Literally someone saying fat people prevented fit people from escaping the towers well, with their fat. It's not that they caused 9-11. That, that would be crazy. We, it's not that fat people caused 9-11 because they were probably very slim because they live in the desert for I the most part. I believe burning fat from a fat person in their body uh, is hot enough to melt steel. I feel like you could thermite level. That's why all the melting you, points of steel, all, all that yeah, crap. When, you, when yeah. you burn a fat person, they burn hotter than a thin person. I believe you can make candles out of them. I believe you can make thermite out of them. It didn't. Wasn't it in Fight Club where you can make soap out of them? Yep. And sell it back to them. And then burn down the World Trade Center. Oh, that was the, the, the <laughs> that was the scenes. end when they that blew a, up. That's actually pretty true. Actually, I think we've onto a new conspiracy here. But I, I do like the fact that apparently everything is a Keystone Cops movie in a head. Uh, like uh, like everybody's running around and there's fire in the background and then they all get stuck in the door and they don't know how to get out and everybody's going oh no fit people you're going to ruin it for everybody <laughs> and then they go oh no we're not at least we died fat doing what we loved which was being fat being jammed in small spaces oh being during fat during yeah all like oh this is great we, we weren't going to make it to the lower floor anyway let's face it uh, come on we could have let everybody else out we were going to make it more than four or five steps before we passed out be polite god damn it fat people Hey, oh, no, we're not supposed to fat shame on on any on anything, and you know it's not like I'm exactly the skinniest guy in the world. Like I said, I I grow, I actually wake up, I have 51 fosters for breakfast, and then uh, uh, and then I, I for lunch I have 51 more fosters. So it's not like I uh, exactly take care of myself, but I'm not a preachy fucking asshole who makes up little weird things like Keystone Cops cartoons. No, and but... I don't I don't say bad things about 9/11. No, I don't. No, you no. Boo 9/11. No. There are some stand. people who do say bad things about 9-11 in addition to uh, this uh, Well, this, I mean, you're like, like, ooh, 9-11's bad or, like, other bad things, like, irrelative to what you should say. definition of bad. About what you should say about 9-11 compared to, yeah, I'll get it. Like, personally, right? I've taken to when I notice 9-11 is a time on a clock near me. I take a picture of it and Instagram it. Go, uh... I, I, write, I do hashtag 9-11 uh, uh, did Bush. 9-11 did Bush? All right. Yeah. He says, uh... I'd never forget, it only happens twice a day. Yep. Even a broken clock still says 9-11 twice a day. It's true. If it breaks exactly on uh, 
9-11 stops. <laughs> I believe actually right. that's, that's that's a beautiful meme. I think I think you should roll with everyone. But, um... <laughs> Just say it bluntly. All right. Uh, Bruce, Bruce, we thank you for being on the show. No, thank you we very much a... for having me again. And I still want to give one more shout out to uh, Foster's for, for putting me on the Princess Cruise. It was very nice. And I really do appreciate the help there. Uh, also to all, all the listeners for uh, continuing to listen in on uh, every time I'm there. And uh Hopefully yeah, I'll be back. Your All fan right. base is rabid. They'd love you. Uh, anyone who has been uh, bugging us to know when Bruce Bruce will be back on again, you can always find him on Twitter at... Oh, man, Dingo Droppings. Yep, go to Dingo Droppings on Twitter. and uh, uh, Once can... every 48 days, I tweet for about four days, and that then I'm gone for 48 It's accurate, actually, yeah. Well, uh, that's why. I, I, it's not like I... I mean, that's why I told you that for, so people don't wonder where I went. They know that I'm actually active for the most part. It's just uh, once every 48 days or so. It's Fair Australia. Enough. Blame it on Australia. We all do. Blame it on Australia. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking that. Think, oh blame it on the Aussies. Nah, fuck it. Blame it on Fat Peter Jackson. Yeah, I'm fucking it. Uh, Dingo droppings out, bitches. All right. Thank you, Bruce Bruce, for being on the show. Much appreciated. Now, while we wait for Jared to come back, uh, our last segment of the show is our discussion piece, and we're going to roll out of that 9-11 uh, fitness guru vegan talk. <laughs> To talk about some ad campaigns that use 9-11 in the least of appropriate ways. Uh, Chair. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Did you, uh, did you ha- hand off a fresh cold beer to uh, Bruce Bruce for his uh, I, hard work? I did. He was on uh, Foster's 48, he said. So he's got three more to go before he hits that 51 for dinner. So Very good. Um, all right. So you know this segment. We're doing discussion on 9-11 ads. Yes, uh, Ad yep. campaigns that decided to use 9-11 as part of their uh, their campaign. Tasteless. In in the most tasteless manner. I mean, these uh, are tasteless. The, we make jokes about 9-11, but these are like, well, these are like tasteless. Some of these are more interesting than others. I mean, for the first one, it's pretty standard uh, uh, French news magazine ad, which basically shows towers uh, dipping actually, to get out of the way of two I hate to say it. I actually thought it was kind of uh, funny and This clever, one? Honestly, yeah. So, um, well, yeah, two planes I, are about to hit the towers, and the towers dip out of the way. And it's about being like, hey, uh, uh, you, like, prepare, right? It's like, anticipate something. Anticipation, correct. Yes. Now, I like the French just have a uh, an ad for anticipation. It would be great if that's all it was. Just like, that. Just anticipation. The, yeah, they, have, they literally advertise just cool uh, abstract words. ideas. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's just like every French film. It's just like that and like a rose falls and a teardrop and then it yeah. just goes, anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like how you say it with a Creole accent, not even a French one. <laughs> it's as good as I can French do Creole. French Creole. We, we just uh, man, I, I I rocked out French class today. Oh, oh I did the Francais. Oh, poutine. Yes. Oh. Well, okay, now I'm you going. You just use Creole with they're, Quebec. Yeah, right. Which actually, they're not that far no. because they because well, they are very far actually in terms of the accent. So yeah, let's you agree have to disagree. Right. Agree that you're wrong. I'm wrong, but but as far as time frame goes, they went from Louisiana to go back to Vermont. Okay, I've been Louisiana several times, and you know what? My my my, my Louisiana oh. French is still the alligator from the Ninja Turtles cartoon from the '90s. Shit, that's where I got it. Yeah, oh, little Sherry, totally got it. And it's a cross between that and the '90s X-Men Gambit from the cartoon show. Also, that's right. Oh my god, there was it's a little bit there. of the combination of the two. Because we had a we had a nice Creole French pairing. 
every Saturday morning when we were kids. Back I when s- cartoons used to air on Saturday morning. I got uh, back in the day when uh, you remember the uh, the Sears or JC Penny Wish Book back when the, those days where they used to yeah the toy ones yeah yeah well I mean they, they had other things in them but it's pretty much they were yeah just toys and. Yeah, um, yeah. Believe me, I had those. I like, remember the lingerie. And I remember the toys. Yep. The rest of it was grown the, up garbage. The, the first like quarter... wheelbarrows. How do you fuck that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is though, once once the lingerie pages were all stuck together, and I was all sick of all the toys, I figured wheelbarrows. I figured out a way. I got into my wheelbarrow fetish early, man. Mind blown when you got a little older and figured out that the wheelbarrow was a sexual position. Oh my god, I was mind I... blown like ah. a tower from the World Trade Center. Oh, Speaking there we go. Which, back into it. I like. I, you didn't even allow me to like finish. Like, why I was even no. talking about the Swish book? I like that better because fuck it. <laughs> I, like, moving on. Jeremiah has decided to bring up the Wish book. Now moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nine eleven. Uh, we can title this episode "Lost Opportunities." <laughs> Jer gets cut off halfway. Yeah, just the lost opportunities for discussing. The Actually, wish book. what what was your Wish book? No, about? I don't want to discuss it. It's better without it. Honestly, let's <laughs> okay. go into the rest of it. No, the WWF, not the World Wrestling Federation, but the World Wildlife oh, I know. Fund. It's too bad. Um, actually had an ad that was a little fucked up because they tried to basically use the analogy of the amount of animals killed per year to the amount of people who could have died in New York had 9-11 been multiplied to match the numbers. Oh, right, right. So so let's say like 9-11 was bad, but imagine was, how many, imagine yeah. if it was this. Uh, the this same is how many scale. 9-11s, this is how many 9-11s it would take to equal the number of animals uh, for whatever. Or whatever, be. whatever, yeah. Whatever cause they <laughs> or had whatever, the whatever. But what they did for... It's too bad. They're kind of like, uh, I heard you guys talking about the vegans. They kind of reminded me of that where they, sometimes these places take it so far that they actually hurt their own cause. Yeah, they basically show the World Trade Centers up Still standing. So this is a 9-11 ad since this was done after 2001, meaning the towers are gone. To do this CG commercial, they had to CG in the towers right, to so whatever clearly it video. Was, that was like the point. It's a much. point. If they had not CG'd them in, you would not think this ad is as bad as it is. It's honestly visually stunning. What it is is about 100, possibly 200 passenger airplanes descending from every angle into the heart of New York City, specifically downtown where uh, uh, the World Trade Center is. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you go online, you can actually find this ad. It's the controversial 9-11 WWF ad. Uh, you may find other controversial 9-11 WWF YouTube videos. But they also uh, might be the related, airplane one. And, and they might not be the, uh, like, not to be, again, confused with the cool WWF of the Bar- uh, Bruce of Barber Beefcake days. We had Bruce of Barber Beefcake on our show once. We and did. that was, yeah. Uh, but uh, I want to move on to a couple down the list because there's so many. Um, how about the 9-11 pig roast flyer? Yeah, the, at first I was like, why is this one offensive? Then I realized, like... Pig uh, roast. It's Cops. Well, yeah. Well, Cops, it, first responders. Well, no, the thing fire. is, though, it, it is, it is like, it was for... Campfires. S'mores. Daddy touched me while I ate my s'mores. Oh God, we're not getting, we're not gonna get another like uh, Scott was molested. Fucking like this is why we don't camp. (laughs) In general, me, my acquaintances, my family, my coworkers, my friends, and my uh, extended Facebook—they all molested you. Nope, they're not allowed to camp. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It's called solidarity, and if you don't, you're not my friend. Oh, it's kind of like shaving your head when your friend gets cancer or something like that. Kind of like shaving your head when your friend gets raped. <laughs> it's funny. I usually see, shave my head before I rape my friends. Whenever you see a bald rape you. Know this for a fact. Whenever you see a bald person on public transportation, they either just raped someone or their friend was just raped. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Solidarity. Uh, best case scenario, they rape their head. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Shave their head. I mixed my words up. <laughs> they shave their head Scott, in preparation good. to rape their friend's friend, thus being ahead of the game to shave their a head in solidarity of the game for their friend's friend's rape. Oh, I got the wrong part out of that. I thought you... The, no, no, the I like where you went to. It's a layers. head of the game. It's like a rapey it's, onion. It's a rape onion. <laughs> A rape onion. It's a molesty onion, which is actually what my uncle used to put up my ass. It was weird. He used to call me the salad, and he used to put a onion up my asshole, stick a fucking head of romaine down my pee hole, and just fuck my face. And, and then he'd pick on you for crying because yeah. the, the onion is literally the furthest from your eyes it could be. Yeah, but the thing is, oh, he was like, "Why well, crying?" I'm like, literally, cry. like literally, it's because of the onion that you have yeah. no effect on me. It's like the size of a softball, and yeah. you know, you hear that, Uncle Salad? You had no effect on me. Uncle I only salad. know him as Uncle Salad now. Uh, we disowned him a long time ago. What were, what were you talking about? The second annual spring fundraiser dinner for the Saskatchewan party. Um, what Canadians, they did is right. a pig roast poster, which had a backdrop image of the World Trade Center burning. Yeah, that was just tasteless. And over the fire says pig roast dinner. Right. And, uh, well, they did invite uh, Chief Richard uh, Picciato. It was supposed to be, like, in honor of, of one of the uh, First firefighters responders. who actually, like, was trapped under the rubble for hours and, like, almost died because of it. Probably has horrible respiratory problems. It is probably... But, like, it does seem a little bit tasteless that they use that image that specifically. Image. Yeah. Because you could just, I don't know, picture of a pig for a pig roast? That could work. Not, like... I mean, or maybe the guy and say, hey, in honor of first responder so-and-so, not just like, oh, by the way, first responder so-and-so, probably the last person who wants to see the image of what he was fucking buried under for the most part. Um, but apparently you know, that, that hurt some people. No. Uh, I, I mean, put up whatever flyer you yeah, want in Saskatchewan, it's, but that's a little, Someone know. needed to proof that one. That was a dick move, honestly, no it's matter how a, you look at it. I feel it. like it would have been less, uh... uh it would have been less offensive if it was just a pig roast flyer with that on it. But the fact that it was actually to honor somebody for 9-11 and they were like, this is a good thing to put on there. The thing the thing that they fucking almost died at. And like the worst horrible moment. It's when it was billowing flames yes, out of it. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's like, oh, like the, the Japanese uh, Veterans Society is coming to town. So we're going to put a picture of the Hiroshima bomb. Blow it up, all their friends. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, wasn't that terrible? That happened? Yeah, it was. I don't want to fucking Tonight, see it on a flyer. Tonight's fundraiser, the Japanese Society next to the UN building in New York City, will be a blowout. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, and then, then you know, the poster. Yeah, just see, like we, should said, get, uh, we should also get uh, shitty fundraising dinner poster uh, calls after this. We'll write headlines for Florida newspapers, mm -hmm. and we will get uh, fundraising dinner uh, poster money. I like the way you think. I like the way I think, too. Now, we have one Usually, it has to do with fucking things. Often. Wheelbarrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one last 9-11 tragic piece of ad campaigning. And this isn't even an ad. This was integrated into a Nintendo Just DS game. Toss the word tragic in there. I can't believe that I didn't know this existed as a gamer. Um, but apparently, in the game Pokemon Black and White... Um, they introduced a new game environment, which is essentially uh, New York City. It's a bustling metropolis. It's shaped like uh, like New York City for the most part. There's even like a Brooklyn Bridge, like Ooh, this looks their, like a fun their own game. version called Sky Arrow Bridge. There's an area that looks like Central Park. There's Manhattan, and then right in the middle between uptown and downtown is 
Just this this wasteland. There's like a pit where something probably pretty cool used to be. It's a wasteland. And apparently in the game, it is where Ground Zero is, first of all. And what they've done in the story is they've concocted this idea that a meteor fell from the sky, impacted on the ground there. It was of such unspeakable power that it was quarantined by the government and is now being coveted by what I'm guessing is their version of Team Rocket, which is called Team Plasma. And... Near this, you can find a very rare Pokemon. Yeah, this is a weird part. That is a little bit airplaney in color and wings and the fact that it flies. And, and just, is there anything else weird about this? Well, if you go to the Wikipedia article specifically on this boss, or this, this Pokemon, its height is given as 9 feet 11 inches. Bum, bum, bum! Ladies and gentlemen, another conspiracy. I wish they actually really listed bug. the name of the Pokemon. I'm going to click on the uh, the side link. Is it terrible that I'm Bolapedia. Just... No, that's got to be the website. <laughs> Bola Garden. Nope, that's still the website. Uh, Olive Garden. Also just a... Kyurem. Okay. It is a uh, dual Dragon Ice legendary Pokemon. And indeed, I'm on the website right now. Uh, his uh, hatch time is uh, some stuff. Height. Nine feet ten. Inches. Oh, I bet they changed it. I bet it I got bet changed. They changed it. I bet it got changed. No kidding. That's amazing. And I bet you because this are is on cause as... this, well because this is on crack.com, which was actually like a pretty popular website for this kind of stuff. So it would be like showing up on. Uh, well, it was like how all of a sudden by the time we reported on the Pornhub emojis. They had been, like, the taco was changed to a salsa dancer because they, like, get huh. right on it, so. Well, it says here that Kyurem is often mistaken for a false flag attack by Team Plasma to corrupt governments and create wars where they shouldn't be. I, I don't know. It feels a little on the nose. Wait a minute. Let's see. It also says uh, Kyurem is actually a holographic projection to hide a smaller Pokemon called 911 Missile type. Oh my God! And oh, uh, did you also see this? That that, uh, that, that uh, George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about Pokemon to do to the, do the whole lingo thing. Although <laughs> <laughs> I love that you like even fancied the idea of an attempt. I did, and I was like, oh shit, I don't know fucking Pokemon enough to make this sound uh, accurate. Uh, the thing is, though, I do, is it horrible that out of this, I'm just looking at the screen caps to Pokemon on the DS here, and I realize I might actually really like the Pokemon games. I don't, I've never played them, but these look like They're my very kinda, fun. They're just role-playing games. Th that looks like my, my fucking They're jam right there. straight-up role-playing games. It's my kind of jam, like old school, like the final... Most people don't even probably realize that, that it's a legit straight-up role-playing game, except for the fact that your main character doesn't uh, change your Pokemon change. So you're in control of the things you level up and alter. Yeah, see, that's... Instead, that's, instead of being the thing I might up by, by next week, I might be like a fucking Pokemon. I'm like 40 years behind the times, but I might you finally know, get into You know, it. suddenly gaining interest in a video game doesn't make you the character from it. Wait. You just said, give me a week and I might be a Pokemon. <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> that's not even what the fans call themselves. <laughs> I would be like a Pokemon, right? Is that what they call themselves? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Like bronies and, and yeah, yo, uh, Jer will be a Pokemon next week. <laughs> he be. will be a Pokemon. I'll be wait. Also, that's also what I used to call Uncle Salad. Oh God, the, damn it! The Pokemon. The Pokemon's coming, Uncle oh, Salad. A, that sounds like some creepy pasta stuff right there. That, that's true. All right, um, that actually rounds out our discussion piece. It's kind of a short one this week. We just wanted to play off of the nine eleven uh, weird vegan girl. 
Uh, but that wraps up the show. I would, I'd like to. I'd like to play on. <laughs> she's. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> she's a, she, she's well, attractive. You know, we should probably do at this point. We should shout out Bandbox one more time. We should shout out Bandbox one more time. We thank you very much for being our sponsor. Thank you very much for being uh, our sponsor. Go to thebandbox.com or go at the, the Bandbox on Twitter. And the what you do is subscribe, but don't go directly there. Go to the Lost Unknown Podcast.com. Click, click on that on link, banner, which will be up by the time uh, this By the time you up. hear this. Yeah. And uh, if you want to wait till next week to do it, we might even have uh, product codes and special links. And, and like knows. a little more information. This, again, this is hot off the presses for us, and we're really excited about it. So we know it's going to be awesome, and we can't wait to get ours to, to play with uh, and, and look at and open up. And we know it's going to be awesome stuff. Now, if you want to find us on social media, you can find myself on Twitter at the Lost Home, which is the official Twitter account for the show. That's right. I'm at Sonic Jalopy on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. And as you heard from uh, Dingo Droppings, there, Mr. Bruce Bruce, catch him at Dingo Droppings once every uh, few days or so. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can get me. And if you want to find me on social media, I'm at Tears for Candy on Twitter. And I'm at Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle on Instagram. The important part is to go to our website and click on that link, and or even look at our store. We got a store. We so have a store. We even under the podcast link at the top uh, of the, the page. Show out, you know? We have a link just for interviews. I know a lot of people listen to our show just to hear the celebrity interviews we do. We got uh, plenty. You can click on podcasts and then on interviews, and you can go through just those, and they're actually quite fun. We've uh, had quite the eclectic group of people on. Um, working on a few things in my, the back of my head right now, but uh, we'll see who pops up later. We know we were talking to uh, Jeremy London later in the year, star of Mall Rats 1 and the upcoming Mall Brats. Um, and we have a couple other surprises underway. But in the meantime, uh, from Scott, Jeremiah, we're leaving you, so have a great week and, and tune in next and week. And we're listening to this band, Karashi. Karashi. All right, enjoy. <laughs> Give it up, shall I make you fight and hold up? Yes, I'll go my up and take a trillion cannons, go on me, I'll get like that, give it up.